I mean, y'all gotta be more excited than that. We're doing things just a little bit differently here today. Yeah, we'll give it up for Jesus. Y'all give me the woo-woo. Y'all are really excited. About Let's give a shout for Jesus on the count of three. If we're really excited about him on the count of three. One, two, three. Y'all are ready. Y'all are ready. Here it is. Welcome to Elevate, guys, a youth ministry for you guys. We meet every Friday, 7 p.m. We just want to give you a couple announcements to tell you guys who we are, what's our heart, what we believe. Because some of y'all, it's your first time here. If it's your first time here, could you go ahead and raise your hand? It's your first time here. We got Christian, Katia, Jorge, we got uh, George, rather. Uh, what's your name? One more time. Danira? Yadira, okay. This ain't your first time, boy. Nick ain't your first time. We got my girl on the back. She's a little shy. Ashley, give it up for Ashley, yo. We know her. Hallelujah. Okay. So check it out. It's your first time here. We're going to let you know a little bit about us because this is a little weird. You're walking into our church. I got the mic. I'm telling y'all what to do. We're shouting. We're a church and we love Jesus. The name of our church, our youth group, is called Elevate. And the purpose of what we're here, that's right. When I say Elevate, y'all say what, what, we're going to do that some other time. But listen, the purpose of what, okay, we can do it now. Y'all trust me. Okay. We're going to do it now. Okay. When I say Elevate, y'all say what, what, nice and loud. Okay. That's the only way it works. If it gets low, it don't really work. Like that. No one gets excited, okay? So when I say elevate, that's one more time. Elevate, we do it for Jesus, y'all. So that's us, and our purpose here, while we're here, is to glorify God. We're here because of Jesus, because He died on the cross for us, and He's really alive. It's not just oh, we believe in God, and maybe you think hard enough He'll come and tickle you. It ain't like that. God comes and he changes people. So we come here saying, God, we give you this time. And guess what? You're next to people just like you. Look to your neighbor, pinch him and say, you just like me. Hallelujah. We're going to give you a couple announcements. If we can get the announcements for me on the screen. If we can get the announcements for me on the screen. My man Tito on the back working hard. Let's give it up for Tito. Woo. My man Tito. So this is our church. We have a vision and a strategy. Just right off the bat, what that is. We're saying that, man, when we come in here, we're about loving God and loving people. That's our heart. Whether you come from a gang, whether you come from alcohol, drugs, no matter what your story is, we're saying, man, we love God and God loves you because God loves taking broken people and changing them and fixing them and putting his Holy Spirit in them and forever they'll be changed going to heaven with Jesus. Can I get an amen? That's what we believe in. Our strategy, the way we go about that, is to connect you to Jesus, okay? We don't connect you to anybody else. We don't connect you to my man Nick over here. Give it up for Nick being the solo guy by himself on that side. Man, would you do me a favor? Would you come on this side? Let's give it up for Nick as he stands up and joins us <laughs> where the cool people are at. Come on now, son. So this is our heart. We connect you to Jesus, okay? Because he's exciting. He's God. I'm telling you. I remember the first time when I gave my life to God. I've been in a church my entire life. Really quick story. I grew up in a Spanish-speaking church. My dad's Puerto Rican. My mom's Mexican. And all I remember is going to church my entire life. And I remember some guys, he was an older guy. He'd always preach. He used to get loud and shake. And I'm like, man, what's he talking about? Then I figured it's about this Jesus guy. You know, I was going to church for the longest. And I didn't really connect because I spoke mostly English. Even though I can speak Spanish, I learned by watching novelas. How many of you guys watch novelas? Don't watch novelas. <laughs> Gotcha. But I remember like, man, you know, I'm not really feeling it. I go to church because my parents go to church. You know, I was some of me, you know, that can be some of y'all. 
uh, rather in this place. And I remember like, man, you know what? God, if you're really alive, if you're really good, if you really want to change people, then you're going to do it for me. And I remember coming up to a youth group one time, seeing people like going crazy for God when worship came on, they're singing songs. And I'm like, dang, I never did that. I've been in church my entire life, sophomore year in high school. And then I got really plugged into Jesus. I got saved. Like I remember they were talking about, listen, you by yourself, you can't save yourself. Everybody dies. That's, that's, that's almost guaranteed. When you drive by over by Addison and kind of Larragansett, I believe there's like a graveyard over there. And every time I drive past it, I always see like, man, death is for certain. It's going to happen to everybody. And then it started me thinking like, man, what happens after death after life rather? You know, the Bible talks about you going to heaven or to hell. And I realized, man, you know what? I go to church, so I must be going to heaven. Then I read the word of God, what it said. Like, listen, going to church doesn't make you saved. Like, man, I thought I was going to get a get to heaven card. Like, I thought he was going to sign it, and then I go home, and I'll be good. No, the Bible says that just because you do certain things to make yourself religious doesn't mean you're saved. For example, just because you walk into McDonald's doesn't mean you're a cheeseburger. Can I get an amen? All right? I don't turn into a cheeseburger when I walk into McDonald's, okay? Y'all may smell like cheeseburgers, but y'all are not cheeseburgers. For example, if I walk into a bank, it doesn't make me a millionaire. Right? I don't go up to the bank and say, hey, let me get, let me withdraw a million dollars. Because I ain't got that. I probably got like five something in the account. And I got, I'm broke because I got bills and all these different things, right? When you walk into a garage, it does not make you a car. The same way when you walk into church, it don't make you a Christian. So what we're saying here, listen, we want to connect you to Jesus because he changes you. We want to mentor you, tell you what the Bible has to say about your life. You know, it's not all depressing. Christians actually have the most fun, amen? And then we send you out. When God does it in your life, guess what? He wants to, have, he wants to give it to your father, your mother. Well, we, my parents don't live together. Don't matter. He still wants to change them. He wants to impact your life. Amen. And so God can do it because he did it for me. And he wants to do it for you. There's testimonies of people here that God is doing it for. Amen. And our goal here, what we're saying as a church, amen, God, you're so good. You're going to touch 100,000 people in this city with 50 churches, with 500 around the world. Only God can do something crazy like that. If you believe God can do it, would you say amen for me, please? Some cool things about us as a church. We like to have fun. And this coming Tuesday, we're having an event called Baking Zombies. Okay, there it is for you. And it probably seems weird. Like, they're a church, but they're they having zombies. Let me explain. Okay, a lot of the guys, we like to play Call of Duty. And one of this game, it has, like, at the end, like, you can play zombies and you're killing it. We make it seem like we're destroying and killing the devil. That's how we do. Anyways, so the guys are going to come together at my casa. And the ladies, too... Guys are going to be playing Call of Duty Zombies, and the ladies are going to be baking. Y'all going to be doing more stuff than baking, but it's going to be a really cool time. I look at, I don't want to bake. <laughs> I look at it like, I ain't trying to bake. Guess what? There's going to be all sorts of goodies for you guys. So it's at my house. My house is over here. Actually, the address is not up there, but literally, I can point to it. It's like about maybe five minutes walking. I really, I live really close by to the church. So baking zombies, my house, this coming Tuesday, it's a really chill time, there's nothing involved, like man, I have to pay him, it's all free, okay, the hospitality, the food, the fellowship, all free, so come on out, it's actually going to be some of you guys' first time seeing my uh, my pet dog over the holiday break, I got myself a nice little dog, he's a, a little uh, a Labrador retriever, he's a chocolate lab, and this guy is the most friendliest thing over, so you guys can have a fun time at my house, so this, this this Tuesday at 6 p.m. 
call if you have any questions. If you can't find where I'm at, that's my number right there. Put it on speed dial. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Next life for me, please. Moving on out. Discipleship, like we talked about, getting plugged into Jesus. Okay, it just doesn't happen by yourself. I and there are other leaders that offer themselves that, hey, listen, we want to get into your life. But sometimes it's hard. Let's be honest. When I gave my life to Christ, I'll tell you what I was dealing with. I was in a relationship with a girl having sex outside of marriage since my senior year in high school. And I thought that this woman provide everything that I'll ever need. And I found out that not even the sex can satisfy this emptiness in my heart. And I realized, man, you know what? What's really wrong with me? And I'm thinking, man, I don't love her enough. And we started getting all weird. I almost got her pregnant. I could have been a baby daddy. She was late on her period for about a month. I'm over here in Planned Parenthood. I'm thinking to myself, oh my gosh. But God had other plans for me. And then I gave my life to Christ. I said, God, I never want to do it like that. See, the reason that when I look back at it now, I saw how my heart was all jacked up. Really, I was looking for love, and I was looking in all the wrong places. The girl never satisfied. I never satisfied her. But God is. When I turn to God, I have someone in my life. I'm like, man, it's really hard because I really love this girl, and I, and I need you to pray with me because I always want to go back to her. And, and I'm feeling all these different things. Like, man, we pray for you. And I started confessing, man, I'm angry sometimes. I don't want to obey my parents. Like, man, I have some pride. I, man, I have all these things in my life that you don't really like to talk about. So we like to come alongside and say, hey, man, you know what? That was me. See, I'm not perfect. God did it for me. He changed my life. I'm not saying it because I want you guys to believe it. It's because He did it. And I'm up here telling you, if He did it for me, He can do it for you. So discipleship is for you guys. Come talk to one of the leaders. We don't want to leave you hanging, not knowing what does God want to do. We want to tell you. Amen. So God uses people. Come on, say that. God uses people. He does. Amen. Next slide for me, please. A winter retreat. Next Friday, we are not meeting here, okay? Really quickly, we are going to be in Wisconsin, Lake Geneva. You guys are more than welcome to come. If you are coming to the retreat, why don't you go ahead and stand to your feet for me, please? Just so that you see, a whole bunch of us are coming on out. If you, my man Isaiah wants to Okay, you guys can sit down for me, please. What it is, is this. You guys get the day off of school. Okay, praise God. If that's not enough incentive for you guys to say, I got to go, I don't know what is. But what we do is we go to a giant church, like this mega church out there. They have a whole basketball games, all these different things, activities, sledding, everything you'd want to do out there. We come together as a church, have a really good time. We get into the word of God. There's nothing like it. So come on out. The fee is $50. For the night, we used to go back to a hotel, jacuzzi, pool, the whole night, your stay, everything included, 50 bucks, and the food. Come on, y'all. All you can eat. Just think about it. Like, all you can eat, all the chips, hot dogs, everything you can think about, snacks, good. 50 bucks, good. Okay? If you cannot, hit us up on Facebook, because I believe we have it on the Facebook. If you want to talk or find out more information, talk to one of our leaders, myself, Cynthia in the back, Christina, uh, Tina. We'd love to tell you more about it. That's next Friday. So if y'all come here at the church thinking, like, I want to go to church, we're going to be here because we're meeting in the morning. Amen.
you want information, talk to us. We want to tell you about it. Amen. Next slide, please. I can't front. I like nice kicks Hallelujah. Ties and offerings. The Bible talks about, like money that I Bible talks about I like shows. money. You know that? The Bible has a lot of things to say about life, but there's a part of the Bible that talks about money. You know, everybody's out for money. You listen to some of the songs today that make their songs about money, gaining money. And money is necessarily not a bad thing, but when it's the desire of your heart and you put it before God, it becomes evil because it's only a tool. So what we're saying here, a tithe, the Bible teaches, is 10% of your total income. And an offering, you say, man, you know what? I got a little bit of change left. God, this is for you, so you can do something else. And what we do when you give the money, what happens to it? We didn't go spend it on cheeseburgers. We didn't go spend it on so I can get myself a new pair of shoes. What we do is we save the money. We go out. We do different things. We pay the bills. We go out and we have uh, missionaries that come in that they sow into other people across the world, people who are less fortunate than you. That's what's happening when you give. So when you give, God is using you to impact and change somebody's life. Amen. So if you can stand to your feet for me, please. We're doing it a little differently. We're starting with announcements. We're getting into worship. And today we have a little special treat for you guys. Cynthia Marlene Hernandez is preaching today. So she's bringing the word. And man, we got a little diversity. So you can bring the buckets on up. I mean, if y'all want to drop $100 in, y'all can drop 100 bucks. If y'all got a penny and that's all you got to your name, like literally, that's all I got. Drop it in here. Let God bless you. Amen. So let's just close our eyes. Actually, let's, let's say this before we close our eyes. You open up your eyes again. Let's read this out. This is, this is the Bible, and we believe that when we say this, God keeps his word. He's not like your best, best friend who tells you, like, I'm going to be there for you, but whenever you need them, they're not there. God keeps his word. Acts 20, 35. Let's go ahead and read it. Remembering the words the Lord Jesus himself said is more blessed to give than to receive. Let's close our eyes and bow our heads. Let's pray. God, we thank you that you keep your word. That you're not like the best, best friend who always says they're going to be there, but they're never there. God, you're there. You're even here right now. So, God, we pray that you would bless the youth, God. Even if they don't have jobs, whatever they may give, you'd use them to be a blessing, God. And that we give you glory for it. In Jesus' name we pray. Come on and say amen. Come on up as you give. We're about to get ready for worship. So what we like to do, we like to keep it close and personal. So y'all can make your way up from the seats. We're getting ready for worship. See my chains dropping on the air, Hardy won my master's name. Watch by the father, stay clean. I can still be tight without the skinny jeans. I got eternal swag, that's the new fashion. I see clearly now through my sunglasses. I know some sisters who stay shining. You can ask Pearl or ask Diamond. The real treasure I'm filled with. I know it's deep. I hope you can dig this. Satisfactions in fashion. Yeah, homie, I'm a tag popper. Making you sick, call a swag doctor. These threads is concealing my flaws. But I am fulfilled by applause. I guess pride is my idol now. What I'ma do when these items go out of style? 
This one too. What two, what two, what two? Hey many, many, man, this is one of my favorite parts of the service, y'all. Alright, I'm just gonna be honest right now. This may be new for a lot of you guys, especially if it's your first time here. But this is what we do as our sign to say, man, God, you're important in our lives. God, we're crazy in love with you. Y'all, check this out. You ever like somebody a lot? I wouldn't say love, but you ever like somebody a lot and you go crazy for them, like you do whatever they want. Like if you see somebody in the hallways, you have a crush, you'd be like, man, if they want me, I'll carry their books. Right, fellas? Like I'll help her out. I'll help her out all day. Come on, ladies. If you know a guy gave you a wink, like uh, I'm going to follow him to his next class and the class after that. You do whatever you could to follow the person, but check what? Worship is like that. It's our time to say, God, man, we're giving you the praise. We're taking our eyes off of everything, people who fail us, life, our own mistakes and failures, and we're coming to you, God. I want to read you this scripture. It's found in Jeremiah 17. Before we start, it says it like this, Jeremiah 17, verse 10. I, the Lord, search the heart and examine the mind to reward a man according to his conduct, according to what his deeds deserve. I'll read that one more time. It's God speaking, and you can take it as God speaking to you right now. Check this out. He says it to you right now. God speaking to you. He says this. I, the Lord, search the heart and examine the mind. Right now, he's searching your heart, and he's looking at your mind. He's God. He can see it right through your skull, your thick skull. Sometimes he can see all through that hair, right? And he's searching your heart, and he's examining your mind. He says, to reward a man according to his conduct, according to what his deeds deserve. You see, this first song is called Search My Heart. And we can get the words up there on the screen for me, please. It's called Search My Heart. And when we sing this, I'm going to sing it out. You guys can follow along on the screen. But as we sing it, God is a spirit. And what he's doing right now, he's searching your heart. So I pray that as we sing this song, I want you guys to let God search your heart. Amen. All right, and we like to dance and we like to move a lot. So if you see me moving up here, ain't no thing. Y'all can move with me, amen? One, two, three, four. Come on, clap those hands nice and loud. Come on, sing, stretch my heart. Well, stretch my heart. And search my soul There's nothing else That I want more Well, sing, shine your light Well, shine your light And show your face And in my life Lord, have your way. Come on, sing so with all my heart. So with all my heart and with all my soul, with all I am, Lord, I will follow you. 
Come on, sing, hear my cry. We hear my cry. Come on, sing it out. And hear my prayer. Oh, help draw me close. And I know your name. Come on, sing it out. Give me strength and give me grace to walk with you, Lord, all my days. We'll sing out with all my heart. So with all my heart and with all my soul, with all I am. Lord, I will follow you. You took the cross. You took my shame and restored my life. Now I live to worship you. Come on right now with just an attitude of prayer. Just close your eyes with me. Come on, as the music begins to play, just close your eyes. And I want you guys just to begin God in this place that he's right in front of you. That he's not far away, that he's not just some distant dream, that he's right in front of you. And he's looking right at you and he's seeing right through you and he's searching your heart. Come on, what would he see right now? Would he see all the problems in your life? Would he see someone who's broken? Come on. God, come on to search our hearts. Just begin to invite him right now. Jesus, come search our hearts in this place. Without you, I am nothing. 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 Come on, sing that out. Without you, I am nothing. Without you, I am nothing. Come on, sing it again. Without you, I am nothing. You, I have nothing with all my heart. So with all my heart, with all my soul, with all I am, Lord, I will follow you. You took the cross, you took my shape, restored my life. Now I live to worship you. Without you, I am nothing. Come on, tell them. Without you, I am nothing. Come on, every voice, tell them right now. Without you, I'm nothing. Without you, I am nothing. Without you, I am nothing. Come tell him in this place. Without you, I am nothing. Come on, some of you guys are seeking God, but you don't know how to do it. One way to do it right now is singing through song. Come on. Come on, just close your eyes. Just forget about your surroundings right now. I know this may seem weird, but right now we're touching in. We're touching heaven right now. We're seeking God. God, come into this place. Touch every heart, God. Take every distraction away in Jesus' name. 
Come on, saints, if you know how to pray in this place, would you just begin to pray that, God, you begin to take distractions in this place. Put our focus in you, God. Seeking face, if that you are nothing. So, with all my heart and with all my soul, with all I am, Lord, I will follow you. You took the cross, you took my shame. Restore my life. I live to worship you. Come on, sing it again. So with all my heart and with all my soul, with all I am, Lord, I will follow you. You took God, your presence is in this place. God, let your presence transform lives. Come on, Holy Spirit, begin to have your way in this place. Come on, see, come and let. The one we want to 
on, lift your hands right now and tell them, Will Jesus shine through all the praises that we sing for you, for you. All the one we want to meet, yeah. Will Jesus shine through? Come on, lift your hands. Will all the praises that we say, yeah, we song for you. Here we are, here we are. Oh, tell them, it's all for you. Here we are, here we are. Your voice is so for you. So here we are, here we are. It's so for you. close your eyes there's too many distractions looking around you're not going to find God looking at your friend you can do that some other time but right now it's his time Holy Spirit just have your way 
these next couple moments, God, we surrender to you, Holy Spirit. God, so that people in here can know that you exist and you are alive. And you want them to come to know you in a personal, intimate relationship. This is what we're going to do right now. If you want God to touch you, and you want him to change your life, maybe you don't know him as you should. Maybe you grew up in church, maybe Catholic church, doesn't matter your background. Come on, somewhere, started somewhere. You want God to touch you right now. This is what we're going to do. An attitude of prayer. We're going to turn off these lights. It's going to help you guys a little bit so that there's no focus. Come on. Right now, an attitude of prayer. God, you're touching people's hearts right now. God, we know that. But God, there's people here that are resisting it. God, there's people that are holding back. We're going to make time for you. We're not here to make you feel weird. We just want God to be real in your life. And that happens when you surrender to God. If you want God to touch you right now, this is what I want you to do. I'm going to ask you to take a step forward, a step of faith. Just move as close as you can to the stage. Come on, all eyes closed. Attitude of prayer. Come on, there's people in this place who are saying, man, God, I want more of you. I don't want last week's feeling. I don't want my Catholic traditions. God, I don't want what my mama told me, what my friends told me. God, I want the real deal. Come on. Would you take a step forward? Amen. This is what I want you to do. This is going to be new for some of us, but this is what the church, what people have been doing who surrender their lives to Jesus. I want you guys to place your hands over your heart right now. Because do you remember that the Lord searches your heart? <laughs> and I want you to tell the Lord, I want you to be crazy enough to say, God, Search my heart right now. Come on, you got nothing to lose. Come on and tell them, God, search my heart. Jesus, Holy Spirit, search my heart. And as you're doing that, as you say that, and as you open up your heart right now, I'm just going to explain what's going to happen right now. He's going to do it differently for some, but the Holy Spirit right now is searching your heart, and what he's bringing to your memory, what he's bringing to your mind, is probably the sin in your life. It's probably the broken relationships in your life. It's probably the shortcomings. Come on, for some, he's bringing you to Jesus. He's showing you a picture of the cross. And that's exactly where he wants you. He wants to take all your broken dreams, all your hurts, all your disappointments in your life. And he wants to bring you to Jesus. He wants to bring you to the cross. And when he takes you to that place right now, what you have to do is surrender. You have to lay down your life. The Bible says that if any man were to come to Christ, he must lay down his life, pick up his cross, and follow him. What that means is basically you're saying, God, I'm done being stubborn. Come on, tell God in your heart right now, God, I'm done being stubborn. God, I'm done being silly. God, I'm done being a fool for somebody else. You can play the fool for somebody else. They can have you do whatever they want, but you'll never be satisfied. But with God, I'll tell you what, you can be satisfied. God, touch hearts in this place right now in Jesus' name. As you begin to feel the Lord begin to release and bring freedom into your life, would you just begin to raise your hands in this place? Come on. Can we take our time right now? There's no rush. God, touch hearts in this place in Jesus' name. Come on. So taught about 
Just say that. God, I want to feel you. God, come into my life. God, I'm done running. I'm done playing games. Come on, tell him.
you're beautiful. Jesus, you're amazing. Oh, let your presence, God, come and change lives in this place. Oh, Lord, change life, every heart. Let's sing it out, every voice. And Jesus, let me see your eyes. Feel your Feel you all around me. in closing right now, could you just hold the hand next to you? Come on, just hold the hand of your neighbor right now. We're all one big family in Christ anyways. Come on. Come on, grab the hand of your neighbor. We're about to pray right now. Come on, I want you to begin to pray for the person in your hand, whose hand you're holding right now. You don't know them, and you don't need to. You know a God who knows them perfectly well. In every place, in every quiet time you found yourself in, God was there. God sees you. Come on, just begin to pray for the person on your right right now. Come on. Take the next 30 seconds right now and just pray for them. Come on, if you don't know what to pray, say, God, I don't know what to pray for, God. I pray that you bless them, that, God, your presence will come into their lives, that, God, you would change them in Jesus' name. Come on. Come on, pray for the person on your right right now. Come on, 15 more seconds. God, I pray for their family. Come on, you don't even know their family, God. Whatever family problems that would be in their life to discourage them, God, bring healing, bring your peace in Jesus' name. Come on, five more seconds, pray. Come on, just begin to pray for the person on your left. Come on. The same way you pray for the person on your right, begin to pray for them. Lift them up. Say, God, you know this person. God, I pray for them right now. That, God, they would know you in an intimate relationship, personally, deeply, God. Move and touch their lives. Come on. Come on, next 15 seconds. Come on, pray. Oh, lift them up today. Come on, five more seconds. Many, 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 men. Right now we pray to you, God. And we thank you for every person here, Jesus. God, you brought them here for a purpose. Little did you know, you thought this might be a mistake or coincidence. God has your number here in this place. And he wants to do something special in your life. God, we allow for you to move right now. God, and have your way in this sermon right now as Cynthia preaches today, God. God, I pray that you would be with her, God, that, God, it wouldn't be Cynthia's agenda, but be Jesus' agenda, your Holy Spirit over her, God. And God, I pray that you would allow ears to be attentive in this place. Get rid of all the distractions, God, that will be in this place to take us away from what you have. We bless you, God. We put our focus and our eyes on you. In Jesus' name we pray. Come on and say amen. Come on and bless the Lord for me, please. Come on and add it to the worship. Y'all can make your way back to your seat. Why don't you high-five your neighbor on your way back? Love on them. That's what's up.
trying to get your claws on. Yeah. And stuff when we get to heaven, we gon' walk on. Yeah. The problem, baby, our heart is never satisfied. Cold the righteousness and still have a naked eye. I struggle, wow. my heart always wants more. The only Christ they see on me is Christian Dior. I was a slate of fashion. See my chains, rapping on the air, hearty for my amen. master's name. Watch by the father. Man, 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 you guys can go down the uh, music for me, please. Uh, today, like I said, we have a special treat for you, Jenny, and we pass from preaching. We have the sister of the Lord, man, the sister that has the Lord's chips. How many of y'all seen Nacho Libre? The Lord's chips. She has Lord's chips. Hello. Okay. <laughs> I don't know where I went with that, but God is good. This is Cynthia, y'all. She has been here for the longest. God has put a tremendous heart in her to serve, to see people come to Jesus, and she's bringing the word today. So let's treat her like you would me. Let's give her a warm welcome. Let's give her a hand clap. Come on. None other but Cynthia Hernandez. Thank you for not saying my middle name. Thank you. <laughs> it's like Cynthia Marlene. Ever since I put that on Facebook, it's like, Marlene. I was like, what? You don't even know me like that. Anyways. Right. So I like preaching. I don't like preaching. I think it's a bittersweet relationship. But um, Adam, that's his gift. I like computer stuff. I do. I'm behind the scenes, but I rock at it. I love it so much. You know what I'm saying? That's that's my willingness to serve that. But um, can you put it down a little bit? It's really, really loud. Oh, I'm really loud. But okay. So I'm going to start off with this. I need six volunteers. Right. You only took two CDs, right? So six volunteers. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't have to get out your seat. Where are you going? <laughs> you, you just. <laughs> yes, the six volunteers just to ruin it. Get social club CDs. If you want one at the end of this day, you already have one, Isaiah. If you want at the end of the day, I can bring you another one. Or I can make it with. But I didn't know they were that popular. But um, they're my friends, anyways. But uh, six people. So I got Jonathan, I got Mariana, I got Anaí, I got Miriam, Isis, Melina. Or I, too many girls. How about you? You don't know me. What's your What's your name? George. George. You so keep your hands raised. Okay. I have two guys. I, no, stop. Stand up. Stand up. You stand up, John. George, stand up. Melina, stand up. Mariana, stand up. So we have two guys and two girls. We need one more guy and one more girl. She, okay, Tito. You can You can participate. And then, how about here? How about my friend over here participating? I'll give you one later. Uh, and Miriam. Okay, so this is my thing. Okay, my, my, my sermon, you guys just remember who you are. You guys know who you are, right? Because I'm going to call you in a little bit. Cool? You can sit down. All right, so my sermon is called To the Misfit. Okay, so yeah, the, the album we have is a misfit. Okay, now if you define misfit, it means someone who doesn't belong. But in, in the negative sense, it's someone who doesn't belong who makes people feel uncomfortable. I'm not talking about that kind of misfit. Though you can be uncomfortable, I'm not talking about that kind. But if you are perfect, you're probably not going to get what I'm saying. If you've never made a mistake, you're probably not going to get what I'm saying. If, you know, you've never, <clears throat> sorry, if you've never, like, gone through, like, the woes of life where, like, you know what, I'm not worth it, I'm not good at this, I'm not good at that, you're probably not going to get what I'm saying because what I'm going to give you is my testimony, okay? That's that's who I am. I'm one, I'm not perfect, okay? And I want you guys, the people I picked on, I want you guys to describe me who, you, who I am right now. You don't know my life completely, okay? But from what you know, from when we hung out, from what you see here at the church, I want you guys to describe me. Don't take forever. 
I don't want to give you a mic, okay? <laughs> but um, let's go with Jonathan first. So to describe Cynthia to the audience, who am I? Because a lot of people don't know who I am. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Isaiah. You're still not getting another CD. <laughs> Okay, enough. I'm going to cry next. I'm not doing this so I can feel better, I promise. <laughs> I'm just, I'm trying to show you something. I'm like, please don't go wrong. Okay, uh, how about Melina? Oh. Oh. You guys are going to make me cry. I'm not, you guys are <laughs> preaching to me. All right, uh, you, George, you've never met me. So what do you, what do you think about me right now? That's why I picked you. Okay. <laughs> really, that's it? I'm just nice? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Mariana? Okay. <laughs> All right. After. Meet her in the parking lot, okay? All right. Okay, good. Good, thank you. And I do like tacos. Thank you. What was the last one? You like, okay, and then who else? Miriam. What else? <laughs> I do. That's, that is a secret. Well, that's cool. I, it's an honor to see that you guys do that, and that's the Lord. Who else am I going? Who else? Oh, you. Yeah, we switched for you for Tito. You're hiding over there. You really don't know me either. I want to hear what you think. Don't You can't use whatever people said because you're last. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You get two CDs. <laughs> right <laughs> that's probably not something i want to do but thanks thanks that's good that's good i'm glad i didn't wear a hoodie today <laughs> okay 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 where's lauren's on the drums anyways so you guys got your cds um you guys there's six of them don't lie to me and if you want more you for sure have a spot get a cd okay so i'll give them to you at the end i don't want to make a scene right here but okay well, that's great. I'm honored that you guys think that think that of me, even if you just met me. You know, I come off that way, and it's great because, you know, the Lord calls us to be the salt and light of the earth, and I'm glad that I reflect that light of Christ, that I, ref I reflect the joy, I reflect the woman of God. That's that's my aim. That's my motive. That's what I want, right? I don't want to come off that this girl, I would never want to talk to her. She's in church. What the heck? Like, I don't want to do that, and I'm glad that, that you guys see me that way, and it's, it's it really is an honor. It really is, and I'm blessed to hear that, especially coming from you guys. You know, I spend a lot of time with you guys and not a lot of time with you guys because I wish I can see you guys all the time. But here's a secret. I'm going to be real right now, okay? Don't, don't cry. Don't get shocked, okay? Here's a secret. I don't think of myself like that. <gasps> right? I, I don't. Do I, the things you say, I struggle with that. 
I started with that. The main thing, one thing that's a shocker, before I came to Christ, I was suicidal. I, com- I tried to commit suicide one time. One time, I, I failed. I failed at suicide. Okay, so that, that made me feel even more worse. I failed at suicide. Why? Because in the middle of me trying to commit suicide, I was like, forget this. This is, That guy's not worth it. It wasn't worth it. And because I, I, I just didn't want, I didn't go through with suicide, I ended up just becoming cold and bitter. This was my junior year in high school. Okay, I was young. I wasn't like, you know, seven when I tried to commit suicide. I'm like these Justin Bieber fans, okay? Basically, <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> Sorry, I had to go there. I had to go there. What am I saying? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. But I did. I, junior year, I tried to commit suicide. And then eventually my senior year, I became cold. I didn't care anyone thought of me. Okay? And and I really didn't. I was just like, this is me. I, I, I was cold. You know, I was that girl that people like to talk to. But, you know, if you mess with her, she didn't have it any other way. Like, I just stood my ground. I didn't, and I didn't let anyone walk over me. Okay? Now going into the Lord, like going into now being saved... I com- I didn't try to commit suicide, but I had suicidal thoughts. So you're like thinking about like, well, if she loves Jesus, why would she try to commit suicide? It's real. It happens. People out there being Christians, still being in the church, think have suicidal thoughts. I have friends that have suicidal thoughts. I have suicidal thoughts. Not now. Praise the Lord, I don't. But it was at the beginning of my, it was hard. It was hard being a Christian. It was hard leaving my friends. It was hard turning my back to the world and becoming that misfit. It was hard. It was hard trying to lose the people that I grew up with and showing them that, you know, God loves me. And you know what? I was just like, God loves me, but at the same time, no one loves me. In the natural and, you know, in the, in the physical with everyone around me, I didn't have any more friends besides the people I met at church. And I saw them once a week because I lived so far. So, yeah, I had suicidal thoughts. I was like, well, if I were to die, who would come to my funeral? I want to see that. If I were to die, who would, who would care? Cause I, would they really care now? Would they really see that I matter? Would they? So I dealt with that for maybe about the first few months of my, of my, um, my walk with God, you know. Second thing, I'm actually kind of dealing with it now. I don't trust people. No, our vision is love God, love people. I have a problem trusting people. I love everyone. I love you, I love you, I love you. I love you guys. I will be there for you guys, but now will I trust you with my life? Honestly, it's hard for me. It's hard for me, and I need, and I need help, and I admit that, you know. And so that's something about me that a lot of people shocked. They're like, Cynthia, you think <laughs> you've got it together. That's something I talked about in my last message. Everyone thinks Cynthia's got it together. I don't. I need prayer. Pray for me as I pray for you, okay? I don't have it together. I need help. I make mistakes. I mess up. I do. I mess up a lot, okay? But here's the thing. You know, if I struggle and I'm going through these problems, I pray. And if you know what, praying is not enough because I know we're telling you pray, pray, pray. Seek God. He'll help you. He'll help you. But you know what? You're at that part of your life right now where, you know, you're first seeking after God. And sometimes you're like, I don't even really know what to pray about. Ask for help. You know, be like, hey, you know, yeah, I'm going I'm to use Tina's hand. Tina, I don't, I'm praying about this. I'm going through this in my life. I'm, I'm having a hard time with school. I don't know what to do. I asked God, and I said, God, why don't you give me the strength? God, why don't you help me out? God, why don't you give me the knowledge? But he's just not answering me. I'm getting frustrated. I just want to quit. Well, Tina's going to tell me, well, I'm here for you. I struggle too. I, I have messed up too. You know, just because your leaders are your leaders, you know, and they're high above you, and they can tell you what to do and tell you not to go there and go here and sit here, doesn't mean that they're perfect. doesn't mean that they're not struggling with something too. You can come to our leaders and you can tell them, confess what, you, what you're going through and be like, look, 
I need help. Well, you know what? I've been through that too. Like Adam was talking about earlier, you know, in, in uh, the announcements, he messed up too. He wasn't perfect coming to church. Right? You were still in church doing that kind of stuff, weren't you, Adam? Right? Christina, I bet Christina has stories. Mario has stories. Tito has stories. We all have stories. I don't want you guys to think that you come to a church, you see as leaders, we're laughing, we're giggly, we're having fun. I'm holding this mic as if I'm not nervous right now. I'm shaking. <laughs> I'm shaking. I'm nervous. <laughs> Thank you, Adam. But it's, I will shake. I will shake. <laughs> but you know, I'm going to show you that we're transparent. We're not that little, I don't want you guys to put, put us on that pedestal. We're not your God. We're not your Jesus. We're, we won't fix your life. Jesus will, but we'll be there to make sure we, we can hold your hand through it if you're scared. We can there give you the extra push when you're scared, when you're thinking that, you know what, I'm not worth it. No one cares about me. My, my parents say this and that. My parents think, you know, me personally, my parents thought that me going to Bible college was the biggest mistake ever. They, yeah, we prayed that you love God. We prayed that you would stay out of drugs and stuff like that. But we never really prayed that you would go to Bible colleges and give your life for him. I was like, dang. Okay, well, we love you still. If you ever decide to give up, come to the house. We'll take care of you. I was like, thanks, but no thanks. You know, I'd rather live by myself and struggle than live in the suburbs in a nice house. I love my house. I do. It has a driveway. It's a nice house. But that's not where I'm called to be. Big deal. You know, my parents, I trust them in my life. I do because I have to because I know they'll be there, but they don't understand me. You know, sometimes my friends don't understand me. Like I said, I didn't trust people. So that's something that I want to show to you guys and put first and foremost, foremost, foremost out there. You see, I messed up. Think that I'm not perfect, you won't be there. So for you to get to the position I'm at, it's possible. It's more than possible. I've messed up a couple times coming up here, and I have bruises and you know, scars, but I'm up here, and I'm glad, and I thank God for it, and, and, you know, I think, like, sometimes, you know, in my messages, I always talk about myself, but, you know, that's who I know the most, that's what I know the most, I mean, I can give you examples about other things, and toys, and, you know, examples with, like, a piece of cookie, or whatever, right, I don't know, like, gum, I don't know, like, I can give you examples like that, but I'm gonna give you an example of my life, because I know what I've been through, and you can never take that away from me, and I know that my life, it's true, because you can't tell me, well, that's not true, it never happened to you, Mm-mm. you don't know that, because you, you're, you aren't me, okay, so, like, in Revelations, here, so I can just back it up with scripture, in Revelations, it says, Revelations 12, 11, I don't know if you have the Bible thing of, the Bible software up there, Tito, if you put it up there, so people can see, Revelation 12:11 says they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. By the blood of the lamb, that's Jesus. Yes, power came from Jesus, but by the word of their testimony because the testimony is the, made the blood of the lamb, everything that Jesus did, it, it came to life in their life. Their testimony, my testimony is it's going to be so powerful to you guys, to whatever I use it on because it's a, our word of our testimony. It's what Jesus done in our life. So I want to encourage you guys that whatever you're going through now, you use your testimony. That's the most powerful thing you probably use besides the word of God. I'm not trying to put it over Jesus, but that's the most powerful thing you could use. Okay, and that's why I started off my message that way, because I believe that testimony is such a powerful thing. Such a powerful thing, you know. Like I, I go to Mardi Gras. I've been going to Mardi Gras for the last three years, right, SUM. And just to see the things that happen up there, you have people like, like in the streets drunk, you know, and, and they're just like, a fool they have this big huge like 
bottle like this of liquor, you know, and they're drinking, acting drunk. As soon as some of our students probably lay hands on these people, I've seen it, they start to cry. They drop, they spill the whole liquor thing out. They spend like 20 bucks on this, this bottle, you know, and they just spill it out and say, I want to give my life to Jesus. We have people, you know, cry behind their sunglasses, you know, because obviously they're drunk and they want to cover up their face, you know, because they look hungover. People crying. There are people beating their girlfriends out there that, you know, come to us and we, can we just pray for you? At the end of it, they give life to the Lord because they know that's right. They cry. I've seen miracles happen. I've seen people get healed. You say, I've seen people get up out of wheelchairs. I've seen people, hands get feel Like one of our SUMers here, Leilani, if you know her, she prayed for her hand and it got healed. This little boy came with a little cast. It was broken. He waved his hand like he didn't care and it was healed. You know, I've seen it. Tell me you don't believe that. I've seen it. It's not like you saw it on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? So power of your testimony, that's something you want to hit on. And and I know I can say this to you guys, and I'm not trying to boast in my past like I was this, I was that, suicidal. That's not who I am now. I do struggle, but I fight it, okay? I'm not perfect, but I fight it, all right? I need help, but I have to ask help. You know, I have to ask. When I need help, I have to ask, Okay, I don't have all the answers. I don't I don't know everything I have to know, but I'll ask for it. I'll I'll find out. I'll do what it takes to get to it, okay? And see God, see this is what something I wrote. God doesn't overlook us because we're broken. You know, think about a toy. I'll give you an example now. A broken toy, right? It's broken. You're so fun. Like I don't one time talk about that. It's always remembers. Like he gets this toy him and his brother, you know, they're messing around. This toy's awesome and then they broke it. You know, and they're like, I don't want to play with this anymore. Right? Well, God doesn't see you like that. You're not just a toy that when you get broken, he doesn't want to play with you anymore. No, it's like, dang, it's broken. Well, let me fix it to do something better. Let me let me add to this. Maybe we can do this instead. Or it, it didn't work the way it was supposed to, but let's let's make sure that we put this onto it and then we do this and we, you know, like pimp my ride and then bam, it's something that everyone wants to play with now. And that's what God wants to do to, to you. You're broken, you can be messed up, you can be going through problems. Maybe you're not going through something serious and maybe a suicide. Maybe you're not, maybe you're just like, man, I need help with school. Maybe you're just like, dang, you know, I'm out of this heartbreak. Like this girl likes me, but I don't like her or I like her. She doesn't like me. Maybe something's dumb like that. You know, nothing is dumb in God's eyes. He sees that he wants to help us, whatever it is, whatever it is, he got, God wants to help us. Okay. He sees the greatness in you. He sees what you can achieve. And we can back that up by the Bible. We have Jeremiah, Jeremiah 1. Chapter 1. Jeremiah chapter 1. 1 5. This is just talking about how God knew you before. So he knows we're going to make mistakes, but he's not going to tell us we're going to make them. I mean, he gave us free will. We're going to do them. So Jeremiah 1 5 says, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. So even while, you know, he knew you and he set you apart and you're making these mistakes, you're still set apart regardless. It's not like. You forfeit that set-apartness, because that's a word, you know. You didn't forfeit that. You didn't be like, well, uh, God set me apart, but I messed up, you know. I had sex. I did drugs. I committed a sin. Well, I'm not set apart anymore. No, you're still set apart regardless of what you want. You say you're going to be set apart. But now, this is just to encourage you, okay. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, okay? Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Then you will call upon me and come pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. So eventually we get to that point where, like, we break down. We just need God. We break down. I broke down. 
We need God. Okay? So God is there to tell you. He set you apart. I'm telling you this now. This is for you guys. Every single person in this room, regardless if you walked out of anything today, just know that you're set apart by God. You're set, a, you're, you're set apart by God. Regardless if, if you don't want to come to church anymore after this, you're still set apart by God. God still has plans for you. He still has plans to prosper you, plans that you can succeed in, plans that you can achieve in. He planned something for you, each one of you, greatness. Even if you don't come back, God's going to do it. And I believe that, and I claim that over every single one of you guys here. I claim that in the name of Jesus, that every single one of you guys will be set apart for greatness. Amen? So we pray and pray. If you don't know what to pray for, go to your leaders, okay? Because, you know, our leaders are not perfect. And uh, be transformed. Like, I don't want to boast in that. I don't want to boast in who I was before. That doesn't define me. I am. I'm a misfit. I probably don't fit in with the rest of the other people. I'm not normal. I don't care. Because I know God's going to use my imperfections and use me and, and glorify everything I have to do in my life, every little thing that I don't think I see myself worth it. God's going to use that, okay, because I know that I'm, I'm submitting myself. I'm letting myself be used to, to, by God to just be transformed. In Romans, Romans 12, 2, you're going to put that up for me. I want to read that for sure. I can't see the screen there, so I have to look back there. I have to wear my glasses. But Romans 12, Well, Romans 12, I'll read it out loud. I have it here. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, okay? But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. So when I said at the beginning, you know, we call ourselves misfits, not because it's like the, un, the weird thing to do, just not because it's the negative thing to do. We call ourselves misfits because we don't want to be normal like the rest of the world. What is the rest of the world doing? What are they doing? They're, they're not living for God. I'm not saying, I'm not trying to generalize saying anyone not in this church. I'm just saying, you know who I'm talking about. People who don't believe in Jesus. People who are not living life right for the world, for Jesus. People living their life for the Lord. I mean, for the world, right? And so, I don't want to conform to that. I don't want to be like some of my friends. They're still my friends. It doesn't mean I, I shun them. Some of my friends are clubbing. Some of my friends are smoking. Some of the friends are getting drunk. I don't want to be like that. I'm going to be the different one. Why? Because I'm a misfit. Because God has called you all to be misfits. Not in the negative, but in the misfit that you're not going to be like them. You're not going to conform any longer to the pattern of the world. You know? But you're going to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So it's going to take some brainwashing. Literally. We're going to grab your brain and we're going to wash it with soap. Because your brain is so dirty. Yeah. Your brain is so dirty with the things that it's been tainted of. We're going to grab it and we're going to wash it with soap. I'm not talking about brainwashing you. Like, Jesus is Lord, Jesus is Lord. We're not gonna, I'm not going to play a video in a minute, okay? I promise. It's renewing of your mind. We're going to wash your, like, the truth, a rapper, his name is Dutch Truth. He has a song called Brainwashing, and the song talks about that. We've got to wash our, our brains. We've got to wash our mind of the bad things that I've, we've seen. You know, we've seen a lot of messed up things, I bet. We have seen probably stuff on TV that we should have seen, you know, should have seen. We've heard people say things that maybe we should have never heard, disgusting things, perverted things, whatever. We need to wash our brains. We need to renew our mind, okay? We need to renew. So we need to be renewed by the, we need to be transformed by the renewing of our mind, okay? And then we'll be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good and pleasing, perfect will. His will is perfect. Whatever he has for you is perfect. So none about this stuff like, 
well, God, I think it's calling me to a missionary, but I don't think that's what you know I'm going to do because I don't think that's right for my life. I'm not that kind of person. Well, God said, you're going to be a missionary. You're going to be a missionary. Okay? God said, well, you know, since you're called to be a preacher, no, I don't think that's my, that's not my forte. I, I'm not good on the mic. I'm not. I am kind of, I mess up. You know, I'm really shy. I'm, I'm good in the back room. That's what I'm good at. I'm good at making announcements and flyers. I'm good at that. But if God says this is what I'm do, obedience is better than sacrifice. I got to do it. I got to do it. His will is perfect. Amen? Amen. Um, His will is perfect. We're all different. We all, we're all going to be called to do different things, like I just said. I'm, you know, being an administrator at the same time I'm pastoring. As much as hard, as hard as that can be, I'm doing it because that's what God has called me to be. And, you know, and I know if, I, if I'm obedient to that, God's going to change me. Um, Adam's being a pastor. Christina, she's serving, and she's finding what she needs to do, right? I don't know what she's doing. You know what you're going to be doing? No, yet. No. Okay, but the Lord's speaking to her. We all have, we all hear her calling some way or other. I'm not, I didn't mean to put you on the spot. Sorry. Same thing with Tina. I don't know what you're doing either. But, you know, um, things like that. We're all called to do different things, you know. People are up there doing worship. Some people are pastoring. Some people are evangelizing. We're all called to do different things. I am not anything less than what Adam is. I'm not anything less than what Tito is, what, what Lawrence on the drum can do. I can't do that. Whatever he does on this little drum pad over here, he's a beast. Where is he? Don't be modest. He can. He's really good. He is. You know, I can't do that, but I'm not telling myself I'm not any weaker than that or not any you know, like, not good enough. Oh, well, I'm never going to be as good as Lawrence. I'm not going to tell myself that. We're all a different part of the body. You know, in, in Corinthians, it says that we all have, we all have, um, here, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? It's the body, it says, in Corinthians, it says the church is the body of Christ. Okay? Body of Christ. So shout it out. What's on your body? <laughs> don't, don't say anything bad, but what's on your body? Okay? Promise. Arms, ears, nose. Eyes, lungs, eyebrows, legs, heart, love, love handles, muscles. Okay, so we've named pretty amount, a good amount of stuff on the body, okay? So we're all, the church is a body, so that doesn't mean that we're all going to be the head of the body. That doesn't mean we're all going to be feet, because imagine just people walking around with, with only this. Like, that's weird. Just picture my body with only this, and we're all like, how you do it? Like, they don't even talk, like. There were just, like, feet all over the world. You know, that's the human race. You don't want that. The church is the body of Christ. There's a hand. There's eyes. There's feet. There's a brain. There's all different parts. So if you, if I were to assign each one of you a different part of the body, we could probably form this big, huge superhuman. That's what you can think of. Like, that's the church. That's the body of Christ. Everyone in the church is a different part of the body. Okay? And so... We're all different. We all have different abilities, different personalities. God's going to speak to us different ways. God's going to talk to us different ways. We're going to have a different relationship with God either way like that, okay? So now that I want to show you that, I want to bring up Christina, Adam. Where are my leaders? Lawrence, let's bring you up too. Let's do Mary or Jeremiah. Dun, dun, dun. Some of them knew that I was calling them up. Some of them didn't. So we're going to have fun today. I want to show you how different we are, okay? So... Take a scissor. Take one. Just, God, crybaby. Here. I'll give you the pink ones. Here. There you go. See? 
You pick, you choose. Okay, so now you get one. And you get one. We're doing arts and crafts with Cynthia. I'm going to show them how to make birds. I'm kidding. So there's no pencils involved. So I want you in a freehand way. There, you, cannot fold the you cannot fold the paper. Okay? I want you guys to cut out a heart. Cut out a <laughs> Cut out a heart. Come on, Christina. Put the best heart right here. <laughs> it would, however you want. Big, small, whatever you want. Just cut out. Just make sure it looks like a heart. That's a circle. That just looks like a lumpy circle. <laughs> You're taking too long. You're not even... Oh my goodness. No, there's no race. Just you, let me see. Okay, that's fine. Whatever. Okay, when, when you guys are done, let me know. Adam's almost done. I'll take that. Oh, wait, you're making, you're going to vacuum. Here. Let's see. Nice, Lawrence. You folded it. You cheated. Okay. All right. Hold, when you're, okay, stop. Hold your heart up. Oh, oh, look at that. <laughs> okay, so which heart is the best? This one? If you think it's the best, clap. That's bad. Next. Next one. Oh. So look at that. I told them to cut out a heart, and according to them, they cut out hearts in a different way. Look at Adam's. It's shaggy. It's growing hair. It's a hairy heart. <laughs> Christina's, uh, hers is really nice. I like it. That's because she's a girl. <laughs> look at look at Lauren's heart. One one side of the heart is bigger than the other. He has a lot of glory in this side here, and then <laughs> and then can you see this in the camera? Like <laughs> look at this little heart. We're not judging them about how big they are, but. It's a fragile heart. Yes, a heart. Look at the cheater. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's still hairy. You guys can take it. That's your prize. <laughs> we'll clean this up later. But you see there, like, we're all different. We're all different. I told them to cut out a heart, and they all cut out different hearts. Jeremiah's is small. Adam's is hairy. Christina's is perfect. You know what I'm saying? It's Lawrence. He got a lot of heart on one side. You know? He's being loved unequally, right? Just kidding, just kidding. Unequally yoked over there. <laughs> just kidding. Okay, okay. Um, we're all different. We're all different. Can you put up First Corinthians 2, please? I know I'm making you work out there. I'm probably not giving you a heads up. But we're all different. We're all different talents, abilities, personalities. You know, people think small. People think big. We all think different ways. I'm pretty analytical when it comes to stuff, so I see it. Before it really happens, and I come up with all these possibilities, people get upset because I kind of can sound off like really, really intense or really direct or really like negative sometimes. It's like I'm just being real. Like this could happen. 
You know, some people are really ambitious and they're really like, let's walk in cloud nine. This nothing will ever happen. You know, like we have different personalities. You know, that's 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 who we are, and it's okay to be that. Okay, like Isaiah has a sleepy personality, right? Melina, she has a strong personality. You know, <laughs> you know, um, Tyler, he has a fun personality. This kid is like super flamboyant. I love it. You know, so we're all different, different things. You know, and um. Here, 1 Corinthians 12, we have two, well, I'll read it out. 1 Corinthians 12, 4 through 6, if you want to write it down or whatever you want to do, but it says there are different kinds of gifts, but the same spirit. Okay, that makes sense. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. Okay. Now, there are different kinds of working, but the same God works in all of them, in all men. So in all all of you guys, we're all serving the same God, we're all serving the same God, we're all serving the same Lord. We're all st- serving the same spirit. We all have different gifts. Amen. The same thing then in the scripture. It says, 2 Corinthians 12, 12. If you go lower, if it's up there, it's not up there. It says, the body is a unit. Through it's made of many parts. And through all its parts are many. They form one body. Okay. So we talked about that. And so that's basically what it is. You're all, we all, want to, we all need to be united. My message was about. You guys being different, but embracing that. Knowing that we're not perfect and embracing that. Knowing that God's going to use it for glory and, and accepting that. Knowing that we're here as your leaders to help you, to guide you. We're not here to show you that we're better than you. We're here to help you. So I encourage you that maybe at the altar, maybe, you know, after this message, maybe later on this week, maybe you don't want the guts to do it now. Or, and I'm not saying you're not any less, but just, just reach out to us. My number, you can blow up my phone. You can blow up Christina's phone, Adam's phone. We like texting. I like Twitter. If you have Twitter, follow me on Twitter. I will blow up your timeline. I love Twitter, okay? So just reach out to us. We will help you, okay? And, and I just, I really do. If, if anyone understands you, maybe feeling left out, maybe feeling like no one can get you, maybe feeling like you've messed up and no one, you know, you can't be redeemed, like you can't do anything with your life, talk to me. I, I'll, I'm a good listener. I'll listen for sure. I'll listen the whole time probably. Okay? If you just want something to vent out, I'm good at venting and I'm good at listening to people's vents too. So, if, but if I put it on Twitter, don't get mad. I'm just kidding. So, I encourage you guys. We need to work together. Your friends, we're here for each other. Okay? We're here to work together as a body of Christ. Because without the head, we can't go nowhere to go. Without the feet, we can't go anywhere. Okay? Without the body, we can't hold it together. So, Amen. I want you guys to be encouraged today. If you need prayer, seek us out. Um, what I'm going to do, just close our eyes. I'm going to pray for you guys. And um, if you put music in the background for me, please. Gentlemen, musica, maestro. I'm going to start off. Jesus, Jesus, we thank you for what you've given me, God, what you've given these students. God, this far, and I pray, God, that any 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 wall that was up tonight, anything that just kept them from um, understanding, Lord God, that you would be able to just speak to them, God, later or in this time of prayer. Um, I just pray, God, that you would just be able to just uh, protrude or just 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 pierce their heart, God, with what they need to hear today. God, if it's encouragement, let it be encouragement. If it's people that just need to change the way of life, Lord God, I pray that you show them what they need to change, God. I pray that you would just make them transparent, God. 
Fathers, know that they are accepted, God, that the, if they're broken, if they've messed up, God, God, if they, they just they came tonight thinking that maybe today is going to change something in their life, I pray, God, that you would just speak to them and show them that not to give up, showing that that, that, that it's not the end, that it's there's, there's more people out there that care. There are more people out there that will love them because you ultimately, God, paid the price for us, God, and we know that we are priceless because you've prayed. You already paid it for us, God. So... I pray, God, that we lift up these students. We lift up ourselves, God, as leaders to you, God, knowing that we need your help. Uh, we, we need your help with everything that we do, Lord. In Jesus' name, God, speak to us. Speak to these students, Lord. Touch them tonight. God, touch them in, in, your, in their dreams. Lord, God, give them a revelation, Lord. In Jesus' name. I mean, just an attitude of prayer, I simply was talking about, you know, some of the things that she was saying. You guys can close your eyes. You don't have to look at me. There's nothing special about me. This is what we're going to do. We generally want to respond to whenever we hear something, we want to say, man, you know what? There was something in that for me, you know, being a misfit. You see, when Jesus came to this earth, you know, he didn't really fit in. Even though he's God, he created it. He knows his intimate. He didn't fit in. People didn't like him. And maybe, you know what, today, that was back when Jesus is there. And Jesus is alive. The Bible says he's at the right hand of the Father. He's in heaven right now. He's God. And he's looking down at us. And maybe you're that person that in your life you kind of push Christ away. And you're that person that said, you may, you know what, I, I just can't get in with God. I don't fit in with what he's doing. You know, we just want to give you the chance. We're not going to do anything crazy. We're not going to go up here and sing another couple of songs and try to feel goosebumps. This is what we're saying right now. All across this place, being genuine. You know, that word means being real. A bunch of real people in this place. Cynthia shared a testimony, broken. All the things you may have thought you'd known about her. But God came into her life and changed it to the testimony that she has now. Listen, all eyes closed, heads bowed. There's a lot of people in this place that you're going to go back home. You're going to close the door. You're going to be by yourself. And you're going to be someone that you know that, man, there's something that I know I cannot fix on my own. Jesus Christ, when he died on the cross, he has the power and the authority. You can do me a favor and lower down the music. I don't want you guys to think it's all the music either. This is what we're going to do. God, we come before you. We know that there's power and there's authority in your name. And it's in your name we come before you, God, right where you're at. If you know that you're saying, man, I want Jesus to come touch my heart, this is what it is. Just slip your hand up. Ham's going all across this place. This is what we're going to do. Amen. We're going to close out a prayer. Y'all can stand up for me, please. You guys can open up your eyes. I'm going to be so honest with you right now because I hate religion. I hate the fake stuff. God is alive. His word says so. Man, there's no more convincing of it than just preaching and allowing him, his authority, his power. To come into your life. See, many of us have, have chains. Y'all ever seen chains before? I'm not, I'm not talking about the type you put on dogs. I'm talking about like a slave. The Bible says that you were slaves to your sin. 
If you're thinking that by your own strength you're going to get out of here and do it, you can't. There's no need oh God, to be he you afraid. Come on, all eyes closed. This is what we do. This is awesome. Okay. You're going to talk to God. I ain't going to talk to him for you. You're going to talk to him. Well, what do I say, Adam? You tell him, God, no need to be 